Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Wherever you are in the world, welcome to the Back to Nature podcast. I'm Shannon, and I am here with Katie. And today we're going to be talking all about natural feet. So originally this episode was going to be on the topic of barefoot running, which is quite a niche hobby that I've recently gotten into. Um, But while I was researching and reflecting on this topic, I realized that it's much broader than just a particular style of running. It's actually to do with how you take care of your feet and start moving around on your feet and balancing in a more natural way so that you're you're using the whole of your foot um and this it, it will become clearer exactly what I'm what I'm talking about very soon um so so yeah that's what we're going to be talking about today so this episode is going to have a slightly different structure to usual I am quite clueless in the realm of uh, feet and barefoot running and what it means to use your feet in a more natural way. So I'm going to be taking on more of a role like an interviewer and Shannon's going to be answering my questions. So I guess an appropriate first question would be, what exactly do you mean by natural feet? Well, essentially the style of modern shoes is such that the feet are compressed so the toes are smushed <laughs> together i guess uh because because the the end of the the shoe is quite narrow and regular shoes also tend to have uh, a bit of a heel um so they have a slight drop you know if you've got stiletto heels that drop might be six inches or something and then if you've just got a regular pair of trainers that drop might just be a couple of centimeters but the point about having a a big heel about about having this uh this this drop going from your heel to the to the front of your foot means that all of the emphasis is on the heel and the and the impact is is absorbed by the by the heel of the shoe which means that that your actual foot is 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 doing less of the work and then combined with that you've also got this issue of the of the toes being being compressed and the toes not really being used when you're when you're walking and and, and running so i guess essentially the argument is that, is that shoes are unnatural um and and therefore the the ideal i guess would be that that would just all be barefoot all the time and and then we'd have great feet we'd have great balance and we wouldn't get bunions um, and we wouldn't have any problems with our feet when we when we when we got older that would be the ideal but unfortunately that's just not really achievable um so that's why there's this I guess a community of of people who are into things like barefoot running and also just you know, looking after their their feet in general and there are actually exercises that you can do to work out your toes and to to work out your feet and to strengthen the muscles in your feet and also in your in your calves and barefoot running also also does this as well um so that's a, a bit of an overview but i'm sure we'll dive more into various elements of that later so you say to me that shoes are unnatural and somewhat unhealthy for the foot, but surely they would have been designed to provide some support to your foot. And with exercises like running, surely having some shock absorption under the heel is actually beneficial because then that shock isn't being absorbed by your ligaments 
your muscles and your bones. Um, and so why is it more beneficial to be walking around, running or exercising your feet without shoes on? That's a, that's a good question. I'm, I'm glad you asked. I mean, firstly, I think shoes in general are designed to look good rather than necessarily with the aim of being good for our feet. I would disagree. Why would they be designed to look good originally? Surely they would have been designed for like things that are beneficial, like protection. Yeah, pr- protection maybe, yeah. But it's not that they were designed to be bad for the feet. It was just because there was no realisation that the way they were designing them was bad for our feet. But why would shoes originally come about if they weren't actually beneficial to us? Like, who would have thought to design that? Clearly, you know, so many people have, have bunions and, and toes that that kind of overlap a little bit and and they can't quite use their feet properly. And many elderly people have, have walking problems. So that's just evidence of, of, of the problem of, of, of modern shoes. And that's the that's the discourse in this in this community of people who are interested in promoting more more natural shoes. I think it's Fair enough to say that, you know, long term and even potentially short term, there are some negative effects of shoes. But I just I don't know if I agree with the fact that they were solely created for the purpose of appearance. I'm not saying they were solely created for the purpose of appearance. I'm saying the narrow toe box reflects a concern with aesthetics that a narrow toe box wasn't designed so that our feet could be protected it was the the large heel as you as you mentioned before yeah that that is designed to to absorb the impact um and that may you know reduce the the impact on on the calves and and the the muscles in the feet the 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 achilles tendon as well for example but when the impact is being absorbed by this big heel and the and the foot is being used less that that actually puts less strain on all the on all the muscles but more strain on the on the joints and the 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 knees and the and the hip and therefore if you if you go barefoot if you run or walk barefoot or in barefoot style shoes with 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 zero drop then you're exercising those muscles and over time you can you can train those muscles so that so that your your feet get used to that and so that your feet are being strengthened over time and so that your feet are being properly used in the way that they were naturally intended to i see that makes sense so what are the actual origins of things like using your feet in a more natural manner and barefoot running? Like I understand it would have existed in sort of prehistoric times. Yeah, that's that's, that's definitely a good question. Um, but yeah, as you say, obviously prehistoric people would have run and walked and lived bare feet. And I suppose that is evidence in itself that it is a more natural way i suppose um but there was definitely a, an, an an interest in in barefoot running in 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 the ancient greek period uh so that was probably the first time that people decided to run barefoot kind of as a as a hobby or pastime or or, or for exercise um and in the early olympic games uh in 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 ancient greece most of the runners ran barefoot and the first marathoner philippides uh in in ancient greece 
uh, reportedly ran from Athens to Sparta, which is around 132 miles barefoot entirely. And before before that, though, and in most other human civilizations around around that time, running was performed in in thin soled shoes called moccasins. And this practice actually continues today in in Kenya for example so so we had a kind of combination of like really thin soled shoes being being worn for running and and actually you know fully fully barefoot and then in the 20th century there was a bit of a renewed interest in in barefoot running but i think throughout most of human history you know there's been there's been some some interest in the in the practice uh, so in 1960, um, an Ethiopian Olympic runner won the Olympic marathon in Rome running barefoot. And this was after he discovered that Adidas had run out of his size. So he just thought he would he would go barefoot and he, and he ended up winning the race. Uh, Zola Bard is, is another famous advocate of barefoot running. So she's South African. And in the in the 1980s, she competed in and and won various uh, running races barefoot. Uh, and then in the in the 21st century, barefoot running has emerged as more of a community, and there's been some some research carried out into the scientific health benefits of barefoot running and of wearing more more natural shoes in in general and it's something of a fringe of the larger running community now so i know you mentioned before but could you elaborate a little bit more on why people choose to run barefoot and what the benefits are of it too. Sure, sure. Uh, I mean, perhaps I could start with my own experience of, of barefoot running. I mean, when my, my, my partner was into it before I was and when he first told me about this, I looked over his shoulder and saw him watching YouTube videos about barefoot running and these strange looking shoes I was quite skeptical at first and I found it quite funny that he had this quite deep interest in um in 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 this idea of barefoot running and I didn't really understand it I guess um and then I decided to be a bit more open-minded and did some of my own research into it um and 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 tried just just running fully barefoot on the beach and in grass and and personally to begin with I just found that actually it was it was a really nice feeling just running fully barefoot and and feeling quite connected to the earth feeling the grass or the sand between my toes Um, and it just it just felt like a much more springy enjoyable rewarding form of 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 running Um, and then eventually I decided to 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 purchase a a, a pair of barefoot shoes and um and, and and that's because I I feel the the benefits psychologically as I as I mentioned, um, but then also I feel like I've I've, I've definitely got an, an appreciation of of the of the health benefits of it as well in the sense that it improves your your balance, for example, because you're you're using your your toes more when you're when you're running barefoot or with shoes with a with a wider toe box, as in the front the front of the shoe. 
because your toes are, um, are more splayed. On a chronic level, people are developing problems with their feet, particularly in, in middle age and in, and in old age. For example, hallux valgus, also known as bunions, is becoming increasingly common and just in general the the toes being very compressed and squished together and 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 this you know really really affects your your balance um i mean i i've i've noticed this in my in my grandma for example who and she said she wore high heels all the time as a as a young woman while out dancing and and now she has terrible bunions and she struggles walking even um, and obviously it can't be attributed entirely to the sorts of shoes that she wore um, but I think it definitely plays a role I mean high, high heels are the worst example of shoes which are which are unnatural and bad for your feet um, but it's but it's all just a matter of degree because even just you know regular shoes you know which have a very narrow toe box or a, or, or a big heel you know aren't, aren't, aren't the best for your for your feet and yeah going, going back to what I was saying before about how the the big heel is not ideal you were you were asking about the health the health benefits of, of more natural style shoes so if you have shoes shoes with with, with zero drop that means that that your feet are doing more more work when you're when you're walking or running and, and you can strengthen the muscles over time and then that means that there's less pressure on the on the knees um and on the and on the hips um and you definitely shouldn't go at it too fast because you know you're you're trying to train these muscles over over time and you don't want to put a huge amount of strain on them to be, to begin with um so it's so it's definitely a process that that takes time but over time the benefits will definitely be felt in terms of you know, having having less problems with your feet and having and having better balance. Um, and I've and I've noticed since I got into this that that my balance has, has has improved. I do a lot of yoga, and and that's something that I personally find quite rewarding. But it's it's it's, it's more so about about the long term health health benefits and and prevention rather than cure. So preventing you from developing problems later on in life. Mm, that's quite insightful and yeah I definitely agree about you know the home prevention not cure aspect um and when you were talking about the sort of shoes themselves I couldn't help but wonder is there more than one type of barefoot running shoes what do they look like and if there are multiple what are the different styles that you can wear and why might you choose one over another yeah yeah sure I can I can definitely talk about that that's a good question so it's really a question of degree with you know how natural or how barefoot you go with these with these shoes so you can get shoes which just have a, a much wider toe box than the than regular shoes which give your toes the freedom to splay which means that you're using your toes more when you walk um, and then also these wide toe box shoes tend to have zero drop as well so they don't have that big heel um which means that you're using your achilles tendon more um and you're and you're using your your calf more so it's 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 your foot that's absorbing the impact um rather than rather than the shoe so so that's perhaps the most discreet type of barefoot shoes that you can wear i've actually got some barefoot style shoes which are known as uh five finger 
shoes, which actually have gloved feet. Um, so each toe is is divided from the from from the next. So so it's essentially like a like a glove for your for your foot, and that really allows your your toes to splay, um, and it means that you're really using your toes when you're when when you're walking and running and and they've also got quite quite a thin sole but still enough to to protect you from sharp things and and it doesn't hurt you know when you're if you're running on gravel or something like that um, which is which is good um so it's it's you know quite a good compromise between you know running completely barefoot um and running with with regular shoes for me at least so 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 that's what I use um and then I've seen others other styles which uh uh which go even further than that um so some which just have a really really thin sole and then and then just have some kind of band over the over the top so even more minimalist so it's all about degrees of of minimalism but yeah I mean the most the most common type just have quite a thin sole and zero drop and thinner than than regular shoes so kind of less less material I mean I mean the ideal would just be to go barefoot but I guess that's just not always practical in terms of hygiene and safety and avoiding stepping on sharp things yeah and also I think barefoot shoes allow you to kind of ease into that but there obviously are people that you know run completely barefoot and if you've if you're if you've got easy access to terrain on which you can run completely barefoot you know then that's and that's and that's perfect and and yeah personally I love running completely barefoot yeah I hope that answers your question thank you that does answer my question so I think it's quite interesting that you mentioned the ideal is to be barefoot, but it's not entirely practical these days because you know there's sharp objects on the pavement, um, things like that. But you also mentioned that some of the barefoot running shoes have very thin soles. So if someone were to step on a piece of glass with these thin soled shoes, is that not a danger to them? Potentially, potentially. I mean, the the soles of my shoes, I mean, they're kind of made of quite a thick kind of rubber really um rubbery material I'm not sure exactly what but it's thick enough for me to be able to run as I said on kind of uneven surfaces like sharp rocks for example but yeah I mean I guess there would be a risk potentially of stepping on glass or something like that if you're unlucky yeah that would be unlucky I suppose ideally you would just do it in some kind of country area natural environment yeah exactly exactly so for any of our listeners who want to try a more natural state for their feet how would you recommend easing into it and sort of training their feet for barefoot running yeah well I'm I'm definitely glad that you asked this question because it is definitely possible to overdo it uh, and actually when my when my partner tried it for the for the first time he he just ran about a, a kilometer in his new barefoot shoes and they they were just they were zero drop with a with a wide toe box uh but you know he he wasn't even running completely barefoot but after that he had a lot of pain in his achilles tendon and had to take it quite slowly after that so you you definitely should 
easing um and it you know and it can take take some time to to adjust so definitely start with you know just just walking barefoot or walking in your in your barefoot shoes if you do choose to buy some natural barefoot style shoes and then if and when you feel ready try going for for a light jog and then and then just build it up slowly over over time I mean I'm sure you can find lots of information training programs online or on youtube but but yeah i mean definitely just taking it slowly i think is is key but it does depend on how much running with regular shoes you've done you've done already and if you've spent much of your life in you know with without shoes on because for me personally i didn't find the transition that that difficult and i did a a 3k run in my five finger style barefoot shoes and I, I I did that you know a week or two in I think even um maybe maybe more like three three or four weeks um and I did I did ease in but I I had a little bit of calf pain maybe but it, it, it wasn't that that bad um and also you know make sure to to stretch your your calf muscles before and after the run I think I think that's definitely really really important to to stretch because you know remember you're just it's it's all about training those muscles and and tendons in your calf and your Achilles heel and kind of getting them used to working in 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 the way that they should work I guess you know if in, in, a, in a more natural way without the the cast of the shoe I guess you could call it so so that your your foot is able to fulfill its potential its, its natural potential I suppose. Well thank you very much Shannon for shedding some insight into more natural way of having your feet and barefoot running it was very interesting and I feel enlightened about the subject and I hope our viewers enjoyed it too let us know if you decide to try it at all and yeah join us next week for an episode all about hunting see you then